What's up, guys? Welcome to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. I'm Trenton. And I'm Brett. Let's Let's talk. talk. Welcome back to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett, right here in episode 68. Wow, Brett, what'd you think a year ago? Do you think we'd still be doing it? I was hoping we would still be doing it, and <laughs> here we are. It's growing, and we thank you guys so much because you are the well, you are the part of that. You, you guys make that happen by liking and sharing. We appreciate that so much because it lets us know that there is somebody listening and that it, the numbers keep growing, and it's encouraging to us because, you know, we, we just want to put the gospel out there. We want to put the message out there. And it encourages us, especially when we come across you guys. I'll let Trenton talk about some of that. But, you know, people that send it on Messenger and say how, you know, proud of us they are. You know, we appreciate that stuff. So thank you guys for checking out the show. And I'll pass it back over to Trenton. Yes, we are so appreciative. I'm actually looking up the countries listening right now as we're talking. Thank you guys so much. We got some more encouraging words this week. Got texts, some live people live and in person we talked to that have been checking out the show. They appreciate us being down to earth was one of the comments we got. And we're just real guys, a couple of guys, sitting around talking about the Bible and other world events when God leads us to do so. If you caught last week's episode, you know that. So, But if you haven't, go back and check it out because we talked about some good biblical stuff using world events last week. So if you haven't caught that, go ahead and check that out. This week, though, we're going to plan on getting back into the book of John here after we get through with our, you know, 10, 15 minute introduction, you know, depending on what we talk about. Just <laughs> let me go ahead and throw this out there before we get too far. Make sure you're hitting us up at the email, which is talk at gmail.com and hitting us up. Make sure you're subscribing, Rumble, preferably Rumble, YouTube as well. And make sure that you're hitting us up on the voice message link located at the bottom of the description of each and every episode. You'll see a link at the bottom of the description on whatever platform you're checking it out on. And there will be a link to our voice message link on our anchor page so that you can leave us a message. You want to give a shout out, whatever you want to do there, we would be glad to hear from you. And don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook at Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. Y'all know that's where you're going to get the shows, all the information and everything we put out there. You know, we've been uh, sharing some stuff about the revival that we got going on here. Looking forward to that. You can also check us out on Zapit. That's spelled X-A-P-I-T. Head on over there. And, you know, it's been good, you know, for this this past week. Whenever uh, Facebook was down, everybody was freaking out. It probably except me and a few other, <laughs> a few other people because I can live without it. But... You know, uh, Zap, it's one of those places that's a lot like Facebook, and it's it's a godly, from what we can tell, a godly platform. So head on over to Zap, it, set you up a profile, and like Let's Talk with Trenton and Brad. But man, Trenton. I'm looking at our stats right here while we're talking with you guys. Looks like seven different countries, including the United States, and 21 different states here in the United States that we are now being listened to on Let's Talk. So we appreciate those of you tuning here in the United States. Maybe we can give states a shout out in a minute. I got look like listeners in Germany, Ireland, Italy, Australia, Netherlands, and the Philippines. So thank you guys so much for checking us out on Let's Talk. We hope you're enjoying it. We hope that you'll share it with other people. Wouldn't it be crazy to reach every country in the world? That would be amazing. So. I mean, at least every state. <laughs> All right, guys. We need you guys to get the work out there. The let, let's Talk Army. <laughs> so 21 states. Get out there and spread that word. 
And it looks like the number one listened to state we're in right now is Ohio. So shouts out to Ohio listeners if you're listening in Ohio. Missouri comes in second. That's where we're from. So Missourians, you got to get on it. We're, we're from here in Missouri, and you guys, you're coming in second. But thanks to Ohio, Missouri, Washington State, Texas, Illinois, Virginia, California, North Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Kansas, Maryland, New Mexico, Colorado, New York, Indiana, Pennsylvania, and South Carolina. So, if you're listening in any of those states right now, or maybe we missed yours, maybe the stats are updated, not recently, but either way, thank you so much wherever you're at in the world or here in the United States. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're sharing it. Share it out there and get subscribed wherever you're checking it out on because that helps us to move up the charts and get the word out a little easier to those that are listening. So, so this week... The pastors here at Next Level Freedom Church and Joy Church took a little trip down to Jackson, Tennessee, where actually some of our speakers for the revival are going to be be from. And we uh, took some time and we went down to a conference down there. I, well, I don't know if it's a conference. It was more of a, I don't know what you call it. It's like a summit service. Yeah, some, uh, it, it was some type of service. And anyway, but man, it was amazing. The, the worship was amazing. And, you know, just to see all the people there. And to, to hear the word that was brought forth, you know, I was, I don't know how Trenton felt, but there was word that was given specifically, I guess, for uh, some of the, the Love and Truth uh, church, you know, the different churches there that are all associated with Love and Truth. And, but that, that word of more, I just really felt like that word was also meant for us. You know, it's, as I listened to what he was speaking about, because it's a lot of the similar things we've been praying about, a lot of the things that we've been talking about that we're looking forward to God doing here, we're beginning to see those things take place here. So I really felt like that was a word for us as well, Trenton. I don't know how you felt, but... Oh, yeah. He started talking about buildings and different things that he was calling out in the in the arena, you know, business owners. A lot of that has to do with part of the vision at Next Level Freedom Church. You know, eventually we want to have some businesses and building and, you know, we're, we're starting to outgrow the one we're in. So we want to be able to expand and do what God's told us to do. So yes, there was a word for more. And that's because God is doing more right now. It's like I was telling uh, somebody called me the other day wanting prayer. And I was telling them because they, they were talking about some of the stuff they've been battling. And I said, well, right now, the spiritual divider is so thin in the air, in the atmosphere that we're seeing things like they were talking about, I won't give specifics, that were happening in their life. We're seeing more of the supernatural stuff because that layer, it's thin this time of year anyway, I've been told. But right now, God's doing so much in this this nation and in this world. It's like anytime, like I'll come in here to pray at the church and it's just like Holy Spirit immediately is there and I can sense the presence and God will give me words and things that he's getting ready to do. And it's just encouraging. And I hope that if you're out there listening, you take that time to have Bible study prayer time with God as well, because this is the time to get your miracle. We're in that season. Mm -hmm. We've been seeing the miracles. We've been seeing the things happening. God is moving like now, unlike this generation has ever seen in history, uh, as far as us that are here and Whoever's left, well, we have baby boomers, probably a few traditionalists left. We got the Gen Xers, the Gen Ys, or the Millennials, and we got Gen Z. So we got all these generations, and he's moving right now in a way that I've never seen personally in my life. 
and we're getting ready to see more and more of that as time progresses. You know, that's one of the things that I've looked at and I've heard other people talk about as well is there's such an unchurched group of people. And even in you know, a lot of the place, the churches and the things that I've been, you know, my age group and a little bit younger in, in that area there, you don't see a lot of people in my age group in a lot of the smaller churches and stuff. It's usually you have a lot of older people or you have a influx of young people, but it's or young, younger people, you know, like kids and things like that. But really what you there's this middle group there of my age where you just don't see a lot of churched people and i really think that and i've even heard i believe a prophet talk about that that the millennials were going to be the ones that were their lives were going to be changed and they're going to lead this next move of god and i don't remember where i heard that maybe trent could remember but there's going to be a move of god that's going to take place and it's going to be these people that have just Turn their backs on God. They're gonna they're gonna come back to God, and we're going to see this supernatural move. And man, whew, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see what God. Uh, you know, I keep saying what He's getting ready to do, but the reality is He's already doing it here. I mean, we're already seeing just right here where we're at here in Missouri. We're seeing God move in amazing ways, and we've all just got this feeling that no, nah, we haven't seen nothing yet. Like this is this is awesome. You know, we're at the point where, the, you know, like, oh, this is awesome. I can't believe some of this stuff. But I think we're getting ready to get to a point where us pastors, Trenton, we're just going to look at each other and be speechless <laughs> at, at what God is doing. We're like, I, we're not going to say nothing. We're just going to let God God continue. So some of the stuff we're seeing, just even not just out of the younger, some of the older people in the church, you know, baby boomer generation people, they're starting. They got like a new fresh wind. God give them yeah. a second wind and they've been taking off doing their gifts exercising those things but let's not forget to leave out generation z because generation z which is would be our kids generation like my daughter his kids and <clears throat> that generation they are actually they tell us the most pro-life generation of recent days so let's not forget them and i you know i've heard that the baby boomers are going to be the ones that usher and lift the arms of the the younger generation to take the lead and we're seeing that here at the church yeah and then you've got, you know, the millennials are going to come around. But I believe there's some Gen Zers out there because Gen Zers now can be, you know, some of them are in their 20s, early 20s. But uh, the Gen Zers are leading the way, too. And it is just amazing to see what God has been doing. And oh, <laughs> I can't wait, like he said, to see what's coming next. You guys have to forgive me today. I'm a little hoarse. I had some allergies this week. So I'm not sick. Nothing else wrong. It's just I've lost my voice. And I think part of it may be related to the elementary kids I was teaching, like first graders this past week. So you have to talk a little louder. But then the other part is the allergies. We're going to continue, though, looking through the book of John today. I want to give a shout-out to Tasha Hart, who says she's checking out our show. She's one of the speakers we got coming out, uh, coming to the revival, I guess, next week. So because this next week, it's a week yeah. from, well, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's a week from tomorrow, which is Wednesday, on October 20th. She shouts out to her for and thank you for the feedback for the other rest of you that have been giving feedback. Shouts out to Aaron Michael. We got to see him um, when we went to Jackson. Got to pray with them. The four of us pastors here at the church got to pray with those two specifically. I wanted to make sure we did that. The Holy Spirit kind of dropped it on me while we were worshiping with them at this church. Like we need to pray with them before we leave because they're going to be there in a week and a half and they're going to be part of the ones leading the services. So. So we're thanking you for that. If you're looking for the other speakers, Tasha will be there Thursday. Aaron will be there Saturday. But on Wednesday, we've got Lisa Lambert. For those of you who may have caught her, she's been on Unified, and you probably caught her 
You might have caught her video on the nextlevelfreedomchurch.com website. It's up there. And then on Friday night, we got Pastor Zach Strong from um, Christ Church of the Heartland in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. It's going to be a great time. We want to invite you. If you're close enough, you can get here. Make sure you drop by. We'd love to see you, meet you. We're actually going to be doing some live stuff on, you know, Rumble and stuff that we're going to be putting up. With We'll be talking with some of those speakers before the service. At least it's in the plan right now, so make sure you're checking out that Rumble page. So, uh, yep, you get ready to get into this message. You got anything else, Brett? Nope. Big things, man. Just being, you know, anticipating big things because whenever you serve a big God that you know he's got everything under control, if we're not expecting big things to happen in our lives, then what are we doing? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's what... Just got to trust in God and believe that he's going to move, and we're seeing it. So I guess we're ready to get back into the book of John. Trenton's looking at something. I don't know. No, what I'm just, oh, yeah. I we need the book Bible of John. <laughs> yeah, book of John. ESV, chapter 18, for those of you wanting to follow along with us today. So, uh, But we're getting ready to get into Peter. Another story with Peter, Peter's denial. And so remember Jesus told him about this during the Last Supper. He talked about, you know, Peter was one saying, oh, I will die for you. He's like, well, even before the night's over, you're going to deny me three times. And we're getting into that part of the story tonight and him being questioned. Because if you remember, the last time we talked about John, which was a couple of weeks ago, we got to his arrest. Jesus has been arrested now, and we've been going through this book. And so hopefully you've kind of built a relationship with Jesus as we're going. So then you realize what the disciples were probably thinking at this point. Now that their master, rabbi, teacher has been arrested, the guy they've been following for three and a half years, and many of them are probably afraid. So, All right, guys. So we are in John chapter 18, and we're going to start in verse 15. It says, Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Since that disciple was known to the high priest, he entered with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood outside at the door, so the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the servant girl, who kept watch at the door, and brought Peter in. The servant girl at the door said to Peter, You also are not one of his, of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the servants and officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold, and they were standing and warming themselves. Peter also was with them standing and warming himself. So already, <coughs> Peter's denied once. One you denial. <laughs> already. You know, this is one of those stories where Trenton, where we've all kind of compared ourselves to Peter at one time or another, you know. And we've all said, well, I'd never deny, I'd never deny. And this is, I think it's so cool that the Bible has this story in it. Because it's meant to it's meant to tell us the story of it of course but it's also i think in a way it's meant to be encouraging because one of jesus's closest friends one of his i don't know top apostles or whatever you want to call him you know even peter denied that he knew christ somebody that was his closest friend and walked with him and healed Pete, you know and prayed for people with him and you know watched all of these things that jesus did and now all of a sudden he's he's at a point because he's so scared of something terrible that's taking place. Wow, we could compare this to today, man. Yep. <laughs> he's so the, he's so scared of what could be possibly taking place in his life that he's willing to deny the one that he knows. He knows Jesus is the answer. 
but even even in the midst of that, he's still willing to deny him because of fear. And this is where, man, whoo, that's a sermon right there. <laughs> he's 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 deny he's getting ready to deny him two more times, but we've already seen the first one here, and it's all because of fear. You know, you put yourself in his shoes, you'd have probably done the same thing. So let's just think about this for a second. You've got the guy you've been following, because you know how we like to do it here on Let's Talk. We put our try to put ourselves in their shoes so you can see kind of what they might have been thinking, realizing there is generational differences. But think about this. The guy you've been following for three and a half years, you've heard him teach, you've heard him rebuke, you've seen him do miracles, you've seen him cast out devils, you've seen him deliver people, bring people back from the dead. You know, Lazarus, that was recent compared to this story. I know we've taken time to go through it. So, and everybody's hearing about all these things that he's doing. And now he get they come to arrest Jesus. And Peter, kind of like when he was trying to defend himself at the supper, saying, I would never defy he, or deny you, comes with his sword, cuts off a guy's ear, and then he's rebuked by Jesus. Put your sword away. Because, you know, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword is what Jesus told him there. And Jesus healed the man's ear. He's getting arrested. He's allowed himself to get arrested. So all the other disciples, John seems to be still on the scene here. I'm going to assume that's the one that another disciple that knew the high priest because he always reserves himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. But whoever it was here, another disciple was there and he knew the high priest. So he was able to get in the courtyard. But Peter has been following at a distance as well, trying to figure out what's going on, what's happening. Because it's like we've talked about before, Brett. They thought the Messiah was coming to rule, to take over, to take them out from under Roman bondage. And now the man you thought was going to do that, because we had a misrepresentation of what Jesus was really about, has been arrested. And you're afraid. And someone comes up to you while all this is going on. Sounds a lot like today. Someone comes up to you while this is going on and asks you, Brett, you knew, weren't you one of them I saw hanging out with him? Uh, not me. No, no, I don't know what you're talking about because you got to think he's probably right outside the courtyard here. There's a lot happening. He's afraid he's going to get arrested too and taken away. Now, those of you out there that want to try to condemn Peter here, think about that for yourself. If you were in the same position, some of you have been in that position in this world that we're living in, maybe not to the extreme of this trial of Jesus, but fear has crept in and kept you from standing for what you believe in. So... Thoughts? And, you know, this is something I think we were talking about. Was it last? May have been Wednesday or last Sunday. I don't remember. Me and Trenton were talking. And, you know, I used to always think about that, you know, put, try to put myself in a place of, you know, if someone had a gun to your head. And, you know, we know Peter didn't technically have a gun to his head at this point, but he kind of did because he was real close to them Roman soldiers. And all somebody had to do was start screaming, here's one of them, I got one of them. They could, boom, he's arrested, he's in jail, and he could have his head chopped off or numerous things. So I've tried to put myself like, what if somebody had a gun to my head and said either deny Christ or die? You know, we all would like to say, well, I'm not doing it. But there's been people in that situation that – you know, they've, they've denied and they may have thought themselves to be the strongest Christian in the world. But I guess the point is, is this guys, as I was telling Trenton, I, you know, I used to wonder like, man, would I be able to stand? Would I, would I be that strong to stand? This is just me telling on myself. All right. And I'm getting to a point now in my life where it's just, I see all this evil in the world and I see all these things taking place. 
And God has proven himself without me asking for him to. He has proven who he is to me so much that I don't think I could deny him. I just, I couldn't deny it. The work and the blessings that he's done in my life, what he's took me from to where I am, the things that he showed me, the things that he's blessed me with, I just, I just don't think I could ever deny that. And I, I know that here in America, right, even right now, for the most part, most people just get made fun of. And, you know, you see a lot of people that just don't want to get made fun of, so they deny them. And to me, it's just like, that's, that's weak. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's just weakness. And it's fear. Because we, the, oh, I, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I, I think that the American church has got a spirit of fear upon them. And we know that they do because a lot of them still got the doors shut, right? So how are we ever going to accomplish? How are we ever going to stand up for Jesus if we continue to let this spirit of fear into our churches and control the way that we have church and control the way that we do things. Because I tell you right now that if you're scared to open your door because of COVID, then I guarantee you'll be scared to stand in the midst of, of uh, what's persecution. The word? persecution. That's the word I was looking for. If you can't open your door in fear of persecution because of COVID, then I guarantee you won't be able to stand with a gun to your head. Mm. And there's a lot of truth to that. So... If you're bowing down now, then you're going to bow down then. So that's something to keep in mind before you go judging Peter on this particular text. It says, then the high priest, this is verse 19, the high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. Jesus answered him, I have spoken openly to the world. I have always taught in synagogues and in the temple where all Jews come together. I've said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who heard me and what I said to them. They know what I said. And when he said these things, one of the officers standing by struck Jesus with his hand, saying, Is that how you answer the high priest? And Jesus answered, If what I said is wrong, bear witness about the wrong. But if what I said is right, why do you strike me? I can only imagine what that guy was thinking at that <laughs> point. But uh, Anais, however you say that, Annas then sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. So, okay, me and him was talking a little bit before the show. He did not realize who he was slapping. Because if Jesus wanted to come back, he didn't, because he was, you know, the prophecy said he wouldn't. But can you imagine the backhand of God? <laughs> that whole room would be laying Boom. flat on their back. So, uh, be an earthquake, but he gets strike and Jesus does something even better because he could have struck them all dead and whatever struck them down, but he didn't. He asked to, he put a dagger to the heart Mm. and he just answered with truth. That is how us Christians are to battle the battles we're seeing today. You answer with truth. You don't have to make up a big story. Tell him the truth. He asked, is that how you answer the high priest? What did Jesus say in modern language? If I said something wrong, tell me what I said wrong. But if what I said was right, why did you just hit me? Why did you slap me? I can just see that guy standing there in awe. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to that. But, you know, we don't get details on that here. But It's the same battle we're having today. I mean, there's you have one group of people and another group of people. And each one of these groups have different opinions. And there's one group. Y'all can figure out what I'm talking about. I ain't going to have to say names. But there's one group that they're right no matter what. You can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. And if you if you agree <coughs> if you disagree about something to say that's going on in the nation right now, and you disagree with them, then they're not going to let you talk. They're going to 
throw stones at you, they're going to make fun of you, they're going to mock you, and they're going to basically degrade you to the point where nothing you say, nobody's going to listen to it. And it's it's a similar thing where we're facing the same thing right now. And the only the best thing, the only thing that we can do, Trenton, is to keep putting out truth, keep putting out the scripture, keep praying for people, and don't believe the lies that we're being told about. You know, don't believe the lies about yourself that's being told about you. Don't let them lies come on you. You just rebuke those lies, cast them off of you, and you keep pushing forward with truth because in the end of this thing. In the end of everything that's that's taking place, because there will be an end to this, because God ultimately, regardless of what happens, I've read the back of the book, we win. Mm-hmm. End the story. You follow Jesus, you win. And, and I'm not just talking about this nation right now. I'm talking about whatever happens, we win, Christians. So we got to keep our heads up. We got we, we to keep pushing forward and keep spreading out that truth because truth will overcome False, it will or falsehoods. It will come over evil. The good will overcome evil, and we got to keep pushing forward. Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." So if we speak truth, we speak Jesus. And much like the guy here standing there without an answer, those same people who are trying to censor and quiet you and not talk, if you're speaking truth, they don't have anything to say. So instead of saying anything, they just get mad about it. And we were talking about that the other night. People just get mad. They don't have an answer because they're not based. Nothing they're saying is based on a truth. It's based on their opinion. Opinion, yeah. It's not a truth. So with, if truth is not your foundation, then you've got no foundation. So there's nothing to stand on. So the only thing you can do is get mad. You don't have any facts to back up what you're saying. Just like what Jesus said. I didn't say anything wrong. If I did, yeah. tell me what it was. Yeah. And, it, and if I was wrong, you know, then if not, then why did you why'd you hit me? And he also was straight up with the high priest. He just let him have it. Um, I've taught openly. I've not hit anything. You know, he's, he didn't do this like a cult. He taught everybody right there right openly the open, yeah. in the synagogues and in the temple. Everybody came together. They all heard him teach. He said, ask them. They've heard what I've said. Don't ask me, ask them. They'll tell you what I've said. And of course, there's always going to be those that lie about what they heard, but then you got the ones that are going to tell the truth about what they heard. So, you know, I, I just real quick, I want to go back to the top. It says the high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. And that's kind of what Trent was just talking about. But what really made me think about this is why did they want his disciples to begin with? Okay, so they're saying, from what I'm getting from this, they're like, well, let's bring the disciples in and, and let's question them all. Well, they were wanting Jesus to tell him where, tell them where all the disciples were so they could go and get them. They were trying to round them up, get them all in one place. That, mm-hmm. That's what I'm gathering from it. But they're trying to say, they're trying to make it look like they want to question him. And Jesus is like, look, I've spokenly opened to everybody. Basically, you don't need them to be here because I'm telling you, I've spoken openly. You've seen me. You've seen me. You've seen me. You all know what I've taught. So basically, don't worry about where they're at. What is it, Isaiah 53, where it talks about him remaining silent? 53 or 54, I think, in Isaiah, talks about him remaining, remaining silent through this entire process. You know, he says a few things, but his words are like daggers, man. That's why it says the, the Bible, the Word of God, is like a double-edged sword. You know, it can slice through all the fake and all the phony and get to the heart of the situation. And that's exactly what Jesus is doing right here. He's just speaking truth. That's truth for the church right there, too. The church needs to wake up and realize... 
we need to stop with all this phony baloney stuff where you get up and you don't even open your Bible. You don't even preach one word of scripture when you get into the pulpit. You need to be preaching scripture and preaching truth to the congregation, giving them the truth and putting that out there on the Internet. Because there's too much junk out there and there's not enough Bible, not, not, not enough scripture, Trenton. And I'm not saying we got to, you know, have 4,000 scriptures in every sermon, but we need to be preaching the Bible because that's the Word of God. That's what we need to be preaching. If you're a pastor, you're not a motivational speaker. You can, that's right. You're not a regular motivational. That's part of what we do. But you speak truth from your pulpit. You speak the Word, the Word of God from your pulpit. That is our foundation. That has not changed over thousands of years. It has not changed. It has always been the foundation, which is why Christianity has stood so long. So if all you're doing is getting up and giving a good motivational speech on Sundays, then you might as well go join a group somewhere and just motivationally speak to people. Because God wants you to speak his word from the pulpit. Because the word of God is what's going to change people's lives. That's the double-edged sword. That's what's going to pierce through the darkness and get to the heart of the situation. If you're not speaking word of God, you're not speaking. You, you need to just step out. It's all so, words. It's yep. just words if, if God ain't in it. Because the only words with power are God's words, so we need to remember that. So uh, verse 25, as we wrap up this particular section and get ready to close the day, it says, Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. So all this was taking place at the same time. So Pe- Jesus is on trial, so we've caught a glimpse into that. And now we're going back out here to Peter who's standing and warming himself, so that they said to him, You also are not one of his disciples, are you? And he denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, Did I see you in the garden with him? Peter again denied it. And you know, some of the translation, he went off cussing (laughs) about it. So, uh, and at once a rooster crowed. Wow. Can you imagine the guilt at that point, knowing Jesus told him this the night before. You know what I find fascinating about this, Trent, is the fact, you know, a lot of people say, well, the Bible's vague and different stuff, and, you know, there's too many parts of it left open. Just reading that, if you really look at it, it says, one of the servants of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked. I mean, that's getting pretty, like, in-depth. Like, we're, we're not just hearing somebody just give an overview of a story. Mm-hmm. Like and that's that tells me that what we're reading is real. That there's more there's m- more to this. Like the the story is real. Like it's supposed to be told the way that it's being told because we're getting details about things. And that's something I think a lot of people overlook is the details that are in the scripture. So they're wanting us to look at and say, oh, okay, well here's an eyewitness of this. So that's another eyewitness. It wasn't just one of the disciples writing down what he saw. Now we have other eyewitnesses in this. And mm-hmm. I know that's kind of a side note to where we're at, but I wanted people to recognize that. We're not just reading one person's account because now we have another account. Yeah, that's very specific. And exactly as a relative of the man here he cut off. So you know that someone's speaking from what they saw or lived. I mean Peter could have been the one that told him about it later if this was John or whoever this was, but they, somebody related it to John so he could write it down on paper. See, so I see, a, I see another story in my head, though. I see the guys whose ear he cut off, and then we know that, I don't know if it's, I guess it's another, another uh, book where Jesus puts the ear back on. I see that guy going home and telling what just happened to him, and then this guy coming to see what's going on, what's all the commotion about. So it's like a side story within the scriptures that we know nothing about, but we know that something happened because of this. And that's what's so cool about it. 
And for all Peter knows, we will never know, but the guy that asked him this question could have been asking him because they wanted to know more about it. But he denied it, like many of us do. So that's why the Bible's so neat. If, if you really read it and see it, it's yep. really cool. There's different you... ways to, to take that. I mean, you can get into context and stuff too, but just looking at the story, you know, was this some guy who was kind of like what happened to, what was it, in the, I don't know, 30s or 40s in Nazi Germany or something where the <clears throat> the man came in and wanted to know who the real Christians were and a lot of people ran out because he had guns and stuff. He was a soldier and he came into the room and he, when everybody ran that was afraid, he shut the door and locked it. And he said, good, because I wanted to be among real believers. I want to know what's going on. I could see that possibly be in this moment, but Peter missed it here. Well, we don't know. That's just, you know, that's just looking outside the box. But, you know, maybe this brother, because his brother had told him about it, maybe he was like, well, let me go see what's going on. Well, he just denied him, so uh, I don't know. So, but anyway, lots of stuff to think about. When you, I encourage you, when you read the Bible, put yourself in the character's shoes. Try to figure out what they're thinking at that moment. Because when you start doing that, that's going to give you a new desire to want to study your word, to dig a little deeper. If there's something you don't know, dig. Look for it. You know, you may be surprised at what you find. Go ahead and hit us up, though. I know we need to wrap this up today. Wait.letstalk at gmail.com. If you got any questions or thoughts you want to send our way or hit us up with a voice message link located at the bottom of the description of each and every episode. And subscribe on Rumble, YouTube. We would love to hear from you. Make sure you continue to send those encouraging words. We're loving them, guys. God bless you guys. I'll see you next week. All right, guys. One more time. Check us out on Facebook. Let's talk with Trent and Brett. Check us out on Zap It. And if you guys don't mind, you can head over to YouTube as well and check out Give Them Truth Ministries. That's a new, not really a new page, but a page that I've kind of resurrected. And uh, me and Trenton's been on there. And a lot of times it'll just be me. But we'll be talking about good news taking place locally and around the world we'll be putting some good news out there instead of all the negative stuff so if you guys wouldn't mind checking that out and with that said uh, i guess we'll close in prayer trenton you good good all right father we thank you lord for this opportunity once again father god to just uh be here father god amongst you god we feel your presence we thank you for that god and we pray god that each and every person lord, that is listening to this right now father god lord that you would bless them touch them father god and encourage them with this message and let it be a blessing to them and also their families father in jesus name amen hey everyone thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast i hope you were blessed and inspired by the content do us a favor go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already tell a friend and share this on social media We would love to share the good news with as many people as possible. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have topics you would like us to discuss on the air, you want to give a shout out, or maybe you just want to say hi, click on the message button below and let us know what's on your mind. Thank you for tuning. God bless, and we'll see you next time.